are listening to Football and Fluff, where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. We're your co-host, I'm Hank. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Hurt box. When the severity of a player's injury causes the inability to participate in practice or game play. A fictitious place that football players are placed in when injured. The player is said to be in the hurt box. Word play of the day. Hey, Fluff. Hey, let me begin with saying, just when you think you know a person, 30 plus years, what a true testament to the benefits of hard work and determination. If you all haven't yet, treat yourself and go listen to Football and Fluff Episode three with Sean Van Horse. Yes, indeed. Episode three. This week, we had an opportunity to talk with a student athlete. Uh, it's been one of the things that we've been wanting to do, as suggested by Fluff in one of our previous episodes. So we have the pleasure to introduce to the football and Fluff family an athlete from Wayne State University middle linebacker, the raw dog inside, same position I played. This is not about me, though. Julius Wilkerson, welcome to the show, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so blessed to be here. <laughs> I did not deserve that intro, but thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Julius, I have been paying attention to your academic standing, which is majorly, majorly impressive. So share with the audience your major and your GPA. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, my major right now is uh, psychology with a minor in sports management. Uh, GPA is 3.79. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. 3.7. So tell me, how do you manage the classroom? How do you manage practice? And then obviously a 3.7, you're doing it well. Great question. Great question. Yeah. Thank you so much. That is a great question. Um, First of all, uh, you know, managing, managing time has always been one of my things. Um, you know, I, I was in a program called Avid in school, so they really helped me uh, get ready for this in college, like how much time you'll have on your hands, but more specifically, how to manage that time properly. And then you come here and you meet such great people, people on both the football staff and um, for our learning staff. We know we have a learning specialist, uh, Dr. Maria Sepulveda, she really helps to um, just to get your get your time management skills up, get your work done, get it done early. Um, so she was definitely a big part of that. And then obviously, your coaches are not going to let you fail at this. They're going to be on you. They're going to make sure you get all your classwork done because they stress that we are students first before athletes, and that degree is the most important thing when you come here. So if you don't get your time management skills done, you don't get your academics done you're not going to be at the opportunity to go on the football field. So. Right. You know, right. Understood. Understood. So is there a friendly competition 
amongst the guys, you know, I have a three seven GPA. What do you have? Is there a friendly competition? Yeah, yeah. or even amongst the uh, teams, yeah. the different teams. Right. I like that. Yeah. So um, amongst the guys, uh, yeah. Uh, Depends on which group you get into, but yeah, there's definitely like uh, linebacker GPA is this. I know the O line really, um, really got into it there. Uh, their GPA really celebrating that, but um, out of line, it's like it's a competition, but it is a friendly one. The coaches promote like, hey, uh, we all got this amount. Like you know, I think we had one of the highest GPAs this year, um, this past year than ever, um, if I'm correct, and then. We celebrate everybody who got a 4.0. We celebrate everybody who got a like three, five and up, everybody on honor roll. So it's really great. It's a really great culture between that. As far as between teams, um, I'd say that it is emphasized, definitely. Um, uh, we have like, we have this warrior um, plaque or poster. It's like, it was really big. I don't know if you call it a plaque or a poster, but it, it's something big. And uh, you walk past it in the math eye. Um, and you see everybody who is uh, improving on their GPA. You see everybody who made the honor roll. So they really do, um, they celebrate us academically. Um, I'd say uh, as far as competitions, it's, uh, for us, it's more of volunteering. We, um, here at Wayne State, we really stress helping out the community. So uh, that's really where we like, hey, uh, football, you got to get up your hours. Like tennis is beating you or something like that. Like, um, so yeah, we definitely stress both academic and volunteering. But So tell us, how is COVID-19 impacting the football program at Wayne State? Okay, yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just helping us to adapt. It's helping us to um, move forward and find different ways to get the work done that we need to get done and get prepared for whatever the future brings us. Uh, I know we've had online uh, Zoom meetings now, like pretty much everybody has had. Um, We've had online workouts, Zoom workouts in the mornings. Um, some guys were, had the opportunity to come back for the summer, obviously following COVID-19 uh, guidelines for Michigan. Um, they had them tested. They had daily temperature checks, daily screenings, uh, mask on at all times, social distancing, all that good stuff. Um, so it's definitely impacted us. Uh, it's helped us to evolve and get closer as a team. Um, so, yeah. Great. Good, good. Awesome, awesome. Tell me about your recruiting experience. What was that like with Wayne State? Man, that was a uh, that was a whirlwind. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I think <laughs> Wayne State actually was the first team to even pay me mind. I don't know. Like uh, my coach was uh, really good friends with the previous O line coach, uh, Coach Wooster. So Coach Wooster came down just to talk to him. Uh, they saw me saw me one day in the weight room. He introduced to me, and I was like talking to him and. You know, I'm from uh, Mequon, Wisconsin. I had never heard of Wayne State. So I was just happy somebody came up to me and started talking to me. So uh, we did that. And then I came to a camp. Um, I, did, I did it average because that was my year. I was really transitioning to become a linebacker. So, you know, not, not a lot of attention yet. Uh, you obviously go, you go throughout the whole process. And Wayne State was still with me. Um, you keep on going. I eventually committed to Drake, actually. Uh, but, uh, after, cause Wayne state was still in there, it was like between Drake and Wayne state. And then, uh, when I told coach Wooster, he, uh, he came down, had a talk with me for like two hours and like, really just, he just changed my mind. I, it was just incredible. I, I really loved the experience and I love the choice that I ultimately made to come commit to Wayne state. 
when you first were being recruited, um, you were not playing linebacker. Is that, is that what I heard? Yeah. So I started off, um, my high school experience was wild. I started off as a, a quarterback, uh, transitioned to a free safety. Then my, finally my senior year transitioned to a linebacker. So, okay. um, you know, it was like between that senior junior year is really where you start to go to camps and get your name out. Okay. So while I was doing that, I was also learning the position. So. Got it. Got it. When, when did you uh, start playing football? Man, I actually started when I was five years old playing tackle football. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> On a league or just, you know, playing the games? Nah, it was a league, yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, I got tired of being in my mom and dad's daycare. My cousin, my older cousin was going to football practice, so I tagged along. And the coach was like, hey, do you want to play too? And I was like, yeah, sure. So that's how it really got started. When you started – your career at Wayne State, uh, about the time you started, actually there are some protocols put in place for tackling, which are a lot different than uh, one of some of our older guys played. We used to lead with our forehead. We didn't duck our heads, but we led with our foreheads, which now obviously they're not teaching guys to do that. Explain to us how, how that's done in practice when they teach you guys how to tackle with all of the safety measures in place yeah that's a great question um they started out uh teaching us in training camp um during the meetings like what kind of what kind of form we would use in tackling like uh they demonstrated it, uh, it to us and then when we get out in the field um you know we use uh donuts which are the big like round things just to make sure you get your head out of the tackle um i know my new linebacker coach coach peterson he emphasizes putting your chest putting your chest and like forearms on him so that it's like you're tackling with more your body than you are your head. Just, they, they really emphasize just getting your head out of there. Uh, we do drills, obviously like tackling progressions. I'm pretty sure you know about it, you know, um, back there, just oh, yeah. uh, little tweaks just to make the game a lot safer. So when you guys are in the huddle, are you calling the plays because you're the middle linebacker or is it a separate, I want to say a separate thing where the DBs call their coverage, you call uh, the box coverage, or do you call the entire defense? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so as middle linebacker in this scheme, um, I'm more responsible for audibles and uh, getting into the right look. So okay. uh, per perhaps we have like, um, they go into one set that we don't particularly like. Uh, I'd call audible to that, to a different type of coverage and play. Um, primarily, um, the coaches call call the um, box sets and the coverages, but I don't know. If, um, if, the if the coaches had the confidence in me later down the road to allow me to call the plays, you know, I feel blessed. I, I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the fact that you can call an audible from what you see that takes a that takes a, a coach's level of understanding of the game because as and you're, you're only your eyesight and your peripheral can only cover so much so the fact that you know based on the offensive tackle offensive guard based on the back set where you need to adjust that defensive coverage i'm very impressed with that is what i'm trying to say thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, middle linebacker, we set the fronts, we, we call the audibles. And exactly. How has 
your university and how football has transferred into this more virtual type of program, how has that affected the players at Wayne State? Um, the players, that's a great question. And I think the players, we really found a way to adapt. We found a way to just um, overcome these difficulties and just trying to get closer and stay together as a team because that's what's most important, that we just stay together, keep on loving up on each other. Like, usually exactly. we'd be in camp, you know, spending all day with each other. But now um, we got to do virtually. We don't meet at certain times. Um, some of us are there. Some of us aren't. But we're all heading back. But, yeah, as players, it's just, it's just really made us, I'd say, closer because um, you really have to put in that extra effort to get to know somebody now. That's right. What is Wayne State's current timeline to getting back on the field, or has that been answered yet? Um, as you know, with this coronavirus, uh, it's all still up in the air. Um, I'd say if anybody says they know exactly what's going to happen, you know, it's not. I wouldn't believe them. Um, but right now, uh, the GLIAC has decided to postpone until uh, January 1st, I believe. And right now, so we're just, pract- we're just focusing on getting back into the weight room, uh, get a little bit of skill development and hopefully later on in the fall semester getting together like a kind of a spring season, like not a spring season, but, you know, a spring uh, practice yes. schedule. So I have about 15, 15 practices and then one big scrimmage. What is your ultimate goal after graduation from Wayne State? Do you have any aspirations to play in the league? But because – from the research we've done, most of you guys go on and own companies and run businesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the highly academic prowess that walks around on your campus, a lot of CEOs want you guys to come to, to their companies to run their companies. But obviously, you have uh, guys coming from your university that play on the next level because you are athletically as talented as any of the other D1 programs. So what is your aspirations after graduation? Uh, my aspirations, first and foremost, is to get that degree. Um, you know, I got to secure that bag first, make sure I have something to fall back on. But of course, it's always been a dream since I started playing football to go to NFL, uh, at least get a shot. Um, I'm trying to do everything to at least say that I, I got there. And whether I stay there or not, that's up to God. But as long as I get that shot, I'm happy. With what I see, because I also recruit, I was a recruiter for the University of Toledo with Paul. We used to recruit the Michigan area, actually Detroit. That was one of the areas we recruited. So I had a chance to learn how to evaluate talent. What I see in you is you definitely have the skill set to go to the next level. So don't let anybody tell you you don't. Thank you. You do. And, And furthermore, you're the same size and weight as when I played, but I'm being selfish at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, sir, we have one last question for you, and that is, if there's a specific story that sticks out in your mind about a coach that had a profound impact on you or a player, uh, what would that be? Oh, man, uh, I got to say it's Coach Peterson, man. Um, he's a great coach, even better man. He's really helped me learn the plays. Uh, take my game to the next level and stress that it's not it's not over like we're still we're still going to improve we're still going to um, get better but I got to say the funny it's a really funny story because this is my first impression of him uh, he walks in because he's a um, you know we switched coaches last year and 
he came in during spring ball. Uh, he came in, sat down, talked to the linebackers. And this is one passionate man. Like, he loves the game of football. Uh, loves to talk about it. Loves to dream about it. He's the first one in the building. Uh, he, he's an awesome man. Uh, but when he first came in, I think he was watching us uh, throw our hands on defender. I mean, uh, offensive guards and tackles and stuff. And he was getting new, you know, he's a passionate man. He didn't like what he saw. So he decided to give us a little demonstration. Uh, and this man goes to a brick wall and just hits it. Like, you got to strike like this. And like, hits it a, a couple of times. And I'm just sitting here like, man, like, and he, he just walked back and it started like going back, going back to the film study. And I'm just like, man, my wrist would be dead right now. He didn't like, <laughs> much like he just went down and started talking about other stuff and i was just like this man is this man's a little bit crazy <laughs> <laughs> great story well julius where can we find you on social media are you on instagram where can we find you um i'm on instagram i'm on twitter uh instagram i believe is uh jew underscore jew wilkerson and then twitter is julius wilkerson zero one I want to say I'm not I'm not like particularly on Twitter, but, you know, you got to have one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Instagram is where we reside. So that, that'd be great to uh, follow you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, with the Instagram. I'm sorry. I just uh, it's J-U underscore J-U like Ju-Ju. Like, OK. Gotcha. That's that. <laughs> Julius, thank you for joining us. Oh, We've thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. This much success to you this year. Much success to you, um, no matter how, what the outcome of the season is. We, right. we wish you success in all areas. Um, and I know you probably have heard this from Coach Winters. We're more concerned about you being that man off the field than we are on the field. And you are a new family member. So welcome to Football and Fluff. We will be following you and watching awesome. you throughout your career. There he is. That's our son right there. Our <laughs> That's our I'll be on the lookout. All right. You got to make sure you find me after that game. I want to take a picture with both of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Football and Fluff family, Wayne State inside linebacker, Julius Wilkerson. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.